Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shine with the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. I'm coming to you live from a carnival cruise. I'm going on for my birthday. The Wi-Fi will be iffy, so I might not be posting every day. I will try my hardest. I purchased Wi-Fi, but nothing is guaranteed. Of course, I don't want to make promises I cannot keep. (sighs) Well, this episode is all about cultivating your inner world. I'm going to do like a few episodes, some segments about cultivating your inner world. But I want to start off with the most core tool, and that is being able to see your inner world. Because when I started creating my own inner realm, like seeing what's going on inside my body, becoming attuned with my real true self, my inner world looked hazy. It looked kind of scary. It looked pretty dark, and I just didn't feel safe. And if your inner child is in your inner world not feeling safe, you'll never feel safe outwardly. So how do you see your inner world? Do you see people as people? Like, my cartoons, the cartoons I watched growing up, influence, obviously, my inner world, I can tell, from the characters I was seeing there and stuff. Well, we can't just let these outside external factors cultivate our inner world we need to take control of it so the first thing you gotta do is do the cleanup that scary character that scared you when you were a kid that's lurking in the shadows of your inner world scaring your inner child get rid of them lock them up see yourself cleaning your inner world out all the little things that are scary put fear in you that sparks something uncomfortable in you get rid of it because the more you seek and you, the more you know about your inner realms, the more you design it, create it, see it as the actual world. There will be lakes, there will be mountains, there will be houses you have to build, a community you have to discover and put together. You have to kind of make your own rules, you know, and organize what's going on inside of you. See yourself as the governor, the king, the queen of your inner world and create your own personal space. And make it a personal space that your inner self, your inner child can thrive in. What does she like? Get to know every little thing, the foods they eat, the water they drink. How does it look like? How is it in your inner world? How? And you will also see how it's reflected in your outer world. I've noticed like I, the way I act and the way I react to things is based off of the way things are in my inner world. For example... I get scared when I walk into a dark room. You know, that's pretty common. But why do I get scared? Let's dig deeper. Well, in my inner world, I have, for some reason, ninjas hiding on the ceiling in dark rooms. And they're, like, slithering on the ceiling. So my inner child, every time she walks into a dark room, she's always looking out for the ninjas because they might attack her. You know what I did? I got rid of the ninjas. I saw a police force going in, getting out of the ninjas. They had a giant fight. It was fucking awesome. The ninjas became the good guys. Now the ninjas are... Um, watching out for my inner child on the roof instead of sleek, like sneaking around in the shadows. <laughs> so do something like that can really get to know yourself, get to know what's going on in your life and take control of it. And you need to be able to see it. Like not everyone is clairvoyant. Some people can smell, feel, taste energy more than they can see it. But I feel like if you can't see it, if you can't feel it, then you'll never really cultivate it correctly. If you want to see your inner child eating an apple, but you don't know how to visualize the apple correctly, 
it, it can mess up your manifestations. And don't get me wrong, there's some people who are colorblind and they know what apple is an apple without having to see the color or having to have it perfectly in their inner world. But that's because the feeling is the secret. Then seeing it is. You don't have to see something to believe it's there, but you can feel it's there. That's what energy is. You don't have to see wind but you know it's there because you can feel it you can feel your the hairs on your arm moving you can feel it moving around you but you don't see anything you can feel it so you don't have to see sunshine shining on you like a meditation i like to do is i feel the light of the sun shine on me especially if i've been indoors all day or somewhere dark all day i do a kind of like a self-healing session where i feel the light of the sun and I'm basking in, basking in the sun rays, feeling it just soaking into my being. Sometimes when I do that, I cannot see the sun, but I just, just even just expecting and making that intention of, oh, the sun is basking on me, just makes me feel better in minuscule ways. So if you can feel the energy of love, even though you cannot see any reason for there to be love, you cannot see anything to give that love, but you can feel love around you, the love will be there. And it will grow bigger. That energy will grow bigger and bigger and bigger. So a lot of people who have anxiety, they don't see anything to be afraid of. But they're already cultivating the energy of fear. So that energy goes bigger. You can do the exact same thing with love. With joy. With bliss. So be able to feel what's going on in your inner world in a really whole way. Because I've been doing experiments on weed. And I feel like the reason a lot of people are like, I can't smoke it too much, is because the weed makes you go really in your inner world. It goes, you get really, really deep in your body, deep into your mind. And if you don't know how to navigate that correctly, you'll get scared, you know? You're like, it's too much. You'll get overstimulated. The feeling is too intense, you know? And that's why a lot of people are like, oh, I can't smoke anymore. They can't handle it. They don't know how to navigate their inner world. It just becomes too much and they spaz out. And I know this because I've had anxiety attacks and freaked out off of weed just because I couldn't navigate it too much. I got two in my head. I got two in my body just wigging out, you know. But if you can get really high and walk, talk yourself through an anxiety attack, talk yourself through it, and just keep exploring your inner world. Like, I'm not saying you guys should do this, because it could be kind of scary if you're not, like, trained like I am. It sounds so professional. Yeah, I'm trained and I'm certified. But <laughs> I've been experimenting this for a long time, so I know how to navigate it very well now. And now it's like, I have di- dove, divin? No, that was dive. I dive, I dove, I have dove so deep into my inner world that the biggest, smallest, minuscule, largest stimulation cannot overpower me. The biggest thoughts of fear or whatever could not get to me because I know how to explore it. I know how to deal with it. And this leads me to something else I think everyone should do, and that is give every feeling, every emotion, positive or negative, a name and an image. I give my sexuality my anger, my <laughs> kind of mean, sarcastic characteristic. I name her the tigress. She's always horny. She's ready to fight you, fuck you, and have you worship her. Like, when I get into that zone, I say the tigress is coming out. She comes out to hunt, kill, play, and fuck. And I have other so many different emotions and different characters inside me. I have Marceline, that's my brain. 
she's very kind of nervous kind of anxious kind of always doubts herself but she kind of knows she's smart as fuck and she can do this dope things so give yourself these characteristics don't just label your emotions every therapist will tell you label your emotions how are you feeling that's lame or bigger than that we're better than that we give them personalities and images and we get to know them and through getting to know them and that's how you get to know your inner world if there's a part of you that's very tense like say your sacral chakra your pussy it's hard for you to breathe deep down out your abdomen down your toes it's, it's difficult for you well then talk to your sacral talk to your pussy what's going on why is it hard for you for me talking to my sacral is what motivated me to learn how to swim because i was like why does my tigers feel so trapped and so just black and she was like well i'm surrounded by water and i can't swim and i'm stuck on the island and every day that goes by the island gets smaller the water gets larger and i feel like i'm gonna drown so what did she ask me to do learn how to fucking swim now my tiger can swim go from one island to another swimming through lakes it's confident she's happy we're moving i'm going deeper and deeper and deeper down my ocean going down to the bottom of the ocean feeling safe within mother earth feeling safe in, in oh, the ocean in the water connected with the water element and thriving now my tigress is thriving and if I hadn't meditated and asked my tiger what she needed, I would have never known. If I didn't cultivate my inner world and do these things, I would have never learned that cheat code. Or maybe I would have, but it might have taken me a long time. I might have taken my fucking tigers to drown and be saved and whatever. Just going through some unnecessary bullshit just because I didn't talk to her sooner, you know. And I really, really, really advise people to do this. It is the biggest life hack, and it's so much fun. And as you see yourself, like, this is just the example of my sacral chakra. I can go to my left eye, my left wrist, and be like, what's going on here? What's going on in this part of my city, this part of my town? How's everybody doing? You know, checking in and seeing even injuries, future injuries, future diseases coming before it shows up in my external world. I'll go to my, I went to my fucking, uh right knee the other day i was like right knee how you feeling my right knee was like <laughs> a robot it's like i've been oiling myself and i still have been squeaking i don't know what's wrong i think i need to get new gears i said okay bet let me go see my chiropractor my chiropractor fix that if i hadn't done that and checked in my right knee i wouldn't have known i needed to see my chiropractor and do these things and stop working out as much as suspecting my right knee until it manifested in my external world with knee pain and knee problems and stuff like that so that's why i really recommend in visualization and now you're gonna say okay now i know why she says we should visualize but how the fuck do i visualize i'm not good at energy reading <clears throat> and i would say the top way is to of course always make the intention say source god universe i want to get better at visualization you will be led to things let your inner being your inner child lead you and guide you <sighs> but here are some tips i can give you do some color chart change and energy cleansing you can do big ways, little ways. I'm talking like wearing different colors and seeing how they make you feel, seeing how it affects you. Painting your nails a color and seeing like doing color spells. And ask yourself, how do you read energy? Do you see it? Do you smell it? Do you taste it? Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Or do you have a full body experience? Depending on how you read energy, 
I would say the way that comes to you the first, if you see it easier, cultivate that. Do energy reading techniques. If you smell it, do that. If you taste it, do that. If you can just feel it, do that. But, of course, we don't just hone one technique, one skill. We have to learn them all. So, personally, what I did, I did them all at the same time. I would go out in the forest and I would uh, just keep my eyes peeled at different colors, noticing the different colors, every little detail on the leaf. Where there's a brown spot here, there's a little feckled spot on the fucking branch of the tree. What's there? I would go really close to the tree, watch the ants moving, going up and down, and just, you know, seeing the different colors in the ants, trying to follow one ant as long as possible without losing focus. Just all these different little eye tricks you can use. Looking at uh, um, grass and trying to count trying actually counting each and every blade without moving your eye once just one two three four five six <laughs> i just i just went out doing that listening to nature sounds and trying to identify the sounds listen to the different echoes and the the pitches of the different sounds and stuff like that so i was working on sight and taste and feeling i would put the ants on my body and feel them walking on me and stuff like that you never know you know, I want to know the feeling of everything because I might just need to visualize it. And it might just help me. And I did this for the entire summer of 2020. Like, I was out there every day just looking so deep into things. Every flower I walked past, I'd just look at it count the lines on one petal. There's a lot of lines in my petal, <laughs> you know. Doing that kind of stuff helps so much. Um, and now the next question is, do you trust what you see? I've been working with some people who aren't very spiritual and they tell me like, I don't know if I trust what you, the spells because I'm like, do you feel them? Do you feel when I do energy on you? And they're like, yeah, I feel it, but I don't know if I feel it because I know you're doing it. So I made them do a test. I closed their eyes so they won't see me doing anything. And I'm like, am I doing anything? And I wouldn't be doing anything. They'll say no. And then I'll be like, okay, am I doing anything? And I'll start doing something and they'll say yes. I did like a blind test like that. And I'll be like, am I doing anything? No. No, I wasn't doing anything. I'm going to do anything now. No, I wasn't doing anything. I'm going to do anything now. Yes, I'm doing something. You feel me? That was, when they say yes, I was doing something. I was like, that's how you know you can trust it. Because you don't see me doing anything. But you know when I am, based off the feel. And they're like, mm, I still can't trust that. I can't, I can't trust that. I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of trick. Maybe it's some kind of... I'm like, no, honey. Never doubt your feelings. Never, ever doubt your feelings. Always trust what you feel. If someone's telling you something and you get a bad feeling, trust that feeling. No matter how shiny their words are, trust the feeling in your gut. And then, once you trust yourself, you can easily hear the voice that connects to God. Your inner being is a still small voice that connects you to a source, your creator, the universe. So you just really have to trust that what it's saying is true, what you're feeling is true, and that trust goes a long way. Listen and let your guide take you to creating your dream reality if you want mansions and mercedes or whatever you have to first see it in your inner world then it will come in your external world i cannot tell you and or give you some kind of magical pill that will transform you into your best self but i can guide you to take the triggers off take the bullshit remove the fears in you and trust the god within you that will unfold your dream reality that's all we can only do 
We are not here to learn how to become some perfect person. We are not here to copy the image of God. We are here to accept that we are God, that we came perfect. We're here to forget and cleanse the negative thoughts that have been put in our minds that we are not enough and that we are less than. And we are here to take control and take charge of our life, of our reality. And this is the top way that cultivating your inner world. Creating the life you desire within you so it can manifest outside of you. I love you all so much. Stay bright, stay beautiful. Remember, you are a God. So shine with the sun and have a great week. Mwah.